0: Listen up, everybody, what up? Gonna put it in the podcast, what's up? We talk, we laugh, we sing, we dance, we will do anything if you give us a chance. One we'll play, one time, it'll help us out. All truth, no lies, no, it's never a doubt. If you like rants, tirades, and honest opinions, we shoot from the hip and we're here with precision. Give us one chance to play a Pino Bros podcast.
1: And welcome to a whole new episode of Los Pino Bros podcast. I am Armando, one of the three Pino Bros. I am here joined by...
2: Mr. Pina Zombie and Alberto333. And today we're going to talk about probably
1: one of the best animated movies of all time, or at least in my opinion. The Iron uh, Man. Oh. Yes, oh my god, so oh, good. Oh god, yeah. Superman. <laughs> oh god, um. you. <laughs> Might as well you. call him Zeppo or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ya, champ.
2: Where are you? Going?
1: Yeah. 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 We're just gonna we're just gonna quote the Iron Giant for the next two hours and a half. But uh no, so we're gonna talk about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. But before before we talk about that, I just I just wanna say, right now I just got I, I know I've been telling you guys to watch this show and I know you guys don't watch anything I tell you guys, but then again I don't do anything you tell me, so but they renewed they renewed Superman and Lois for a final season Um, which if you've been keeping up with the CW they got sold to Nexstar or whatever, some crappy reality thing or whatever so they cancelled a bunch of shows like the Winchesters, the like Walker, Independence they've been cancelling all those CW shows, right? they cancel like star girl superman lois was one of the like it's about to finish its season finale and it's been one of the outliers like no one's like no like is it gonna be picked up is it not is it gonna end this season and superman lois has been one of the consistently best written superhero shows i think since season three right now it's gonna go to season four for its last season but i'm just happy that they got a 10 episode uh, order so you know um, this season has been really really well done I know I've told you guys that Bitsy Tulek, who plays Lois has been probably one of my most favorite Loises she's in the top 3 Loises um, and that's just a well written show it's great it's not it hasn't gotten that like bad CW thing where like Arrow kind of had its downs and Goddamn Flash had its downs, um, and so I'm, I'm just happy that today's Superman Day, but we're going to talk about Spider-Man today, and but I'm just happy that okay. Superman Lois is coming back for one final season. Cool. But yeah, uh, who does anybody want to lead us off? Or... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> All right, so... We went to go see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse this past Sunday. It's been out for two weekends already. Um, it's already made all its... Well, basically, whatever the first one made, it's made like that money already. Whatever it took, like three months to make, it made in a weekend. So nice. um, so it's making its money back. Um, why don't we just start with like quick impressions and then we'll, you know... This is going to be spoilers anyway. We're, we're going to deep dive this this spider biatch so hard um, we're going to thwip all over you guys um, just webbing all over your face and so Alex why don't, why don't you start and tell us what you liked
0: uh, no, I, yeah it's a good movie um, It's it was fun I think it, it hit all the like major you know right off the bat if you want a good spider man movie with a bunch of spider men never watch no way home um, <laughs> just, just watch this <laughs> tom holland took a year off break because he's you know 27 years old he's so old so he needs a whole year break well i need a lifetime break of that movie and all his spider-man oh, wow um but wow. this i mean they decided um let's make a great movie because why not <laughs> spider-man's a good character let's uh have a bunch of fun with it and just make a damn good movie and they did they put so many Spider-Man and women in here, and they, it's done well. It's done to a better effect than No Way Home. Like, and they don't even have to. They don't need Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to carry the movie like they had in No Way Home. They just put little <laughs> snippets of them in here, and it was like, I still got emotional seeing Uncle Ben from the Tobey Maguire verse in there. I was like, well, you don't gotta show me that. That's gonna make me sad. Like that having spectacular come out and because they're oh oh, yeah okay (laughs) but yeah it's they put everybody in there and they use them to great effect without relying on the nostalgia to pull it them across the spider verse uh which no way home needed but yeah it's it's a great movie everyone comes out of the gate swinging nobody's lacking everybody does a great job it almost feels like you're watching like a show kind of just because of the way that it starts like it starts with spider going and we just get her whole like origin story and we just follow her for a while it takes its time developing a story instead of i'm just gonna bash no way home all day instead of hey i'm sandman (laughs) i'm you remember me hi Spider-Man, remember? Remember me? Me? Remember me? Oh, I'm Electro. Remember <laughs> me? Yeah, you gotta remember us because, you know, you guys can't make a good movie without us. So... That's
1: a pretty good Jamie Fox impression you got there. <laughs> so,
0: it... <laughs> um... Yeah, I was gonna say something, but... no. Um, well... well. <laughs> but, no, yeah, it's... No Way Home relied on nostalgia to make a good movie. This movie, like just it takes everything you loved about all the other ones and it just makes them better it makes everything matter so much more and it's it's a it's a great movie i will say i don't think the ending was that great it feels like i mean they did say it was too big of a movie so they're gonna like slice it into two but i like i know but then you said you didn't know that so for people who don't know that going in it's really i think it's a really bad ending because i feel like it's it keeps like there's so much gas and so much steam it, it's getting to a place it's heading there it's heading there and then it's just like oh yeah let's cut it um it i think it ends too abruptly and it doesn't have like a yeah it doesn't really have a third act um i would be fine if it ended with like a third act but like there was a cliffhanger ending but this one was just i don't know it just feels like they had so much steam and then it just cuts um I'm sure it'll be a lot better once you know part three comes out and then you get to see the end but even with that being the case it's still a fantastic movie i enjoyed it thoroughly it's two hours and 20 minutes long and you don't feel that at all it's 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 a great movie that pulls you in and you just want more everyone is great miles is like getting to be the best spider-man of all time like already he's freaking amazing
1: Ah, all right well that was pretty good what about you bettine ditto
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: this nice to the point yeah.
2: no yeah i mean it's pretty much the same opinion uh you know i i don't know if we're doing spoilers like you already know i don't care about spoilers like you know people watching or, or tuning into our show or they already know what to expect
1: um they don't say in the blurb that there's this a spoiler talk anyway, so it's fine. Let's yeah, go. Let's but, go. Uh,
2: yeah, no, uh, it, it's a great movie. Uh, just that ending is is bad. Like, I didn't know they were going to do that. Um, and, you know, not a lot of people pay attention to, like, th- that kind of news and hey, be on the lookout for this. like, I don't even know if they should have added some sort of thing in the beginning, like, part 1 or or just renamed it like
1: well it was originally named I think like across the spider verse part 1 and 2 but they ended up changing it um, kind of like infinity war was supposed to be like infinity
2: wars part 1 and 2 before it turned into like infinity and, war and end yeah so I, I don't know I mean that because at least the way <laughs> Alex was saying like maybe they should have ended it in a different way where it feels like there's an ending but but there's like gonna be a repercussion of that decision you know what I mean? because as of right now all it seems is like well this is a two part thing um and I I don't I, I don't like that you know like I try to think about Empire Strikes Back Empire Strikes Back and that to me I feel like was an ending things happened. they came, they concluded, and now but there's more to do. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And and that's how they lead into the third one, but but with this one, it just feels like, well, we ran out of time, so, you know, watch the next one, And, and what I worry about the next one is, and like, I have faith in them that it'll be good, but at the same time, what's the next movie gonna be like? An hour long? It's where they gonna, they're going to conclude the, the the thing in the beginning, and then the rest of the movie is just like a long goodbye, you know? Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's kind of why they... I mean, yeah, spoilers, so whatever.
0: Like, I think that's why they added in Prowler at the end, because they're like, shit. I mean, we can finish up the story in the next 30 minutes, so we're going to need another enemy. So, okay, we're going to spend time in this reality where there is no Spider-Man or whatever so I guess that's why like they felt like they needed that extra thing but I don't know I like I remember talking to you Mundane about uh this one or whatever like when we saw the trailer for for this one and like Miguel O'Hara's going after Miles the whole hardcore um and I was like you know the way it's gonna end is like he doesn't want him to save everybody uh but then Miles being like I'm gonna do my own thing he teaches Miles, or he teaches Miguel like, yeah you can you can do it all, you're Spider-Man like, he shows him like his his youth like his youthful way of thinking gives Miguel like reinvigoration to be like, you're right I can do it, like, we can do this, we shouldn't let people die and maybe, like they could have ended it with maybe Miguel's like, he he turns and he's like, yeah let's do it My- Miles' way, and like maybe he gets caught in like the spot like they both they they go into a different universe or something and like it looks like miguel died for everybody but miles is like no let's go get him we're not stopping until we get miguel back and maybe that would be like the next one as they go into another multiverse or something but
1: i mean it it might happen it might
0: still happen yeah but i just think like i i like the arc like he didn't it it feels like he didn't move anywhere miguel just stayed the same he was awesome but he didn't move. He's just like, let's get miles. Let's get miles. I'm gonna get miles. And that's it. Like whenever I look at a movie, I like where people have an arc and they change and it's they're different from where they started off. And I feel like all of them kinda stayed where they were. They just moved
2: from this place to that place.
1: Well, it, I think
2: Oh, well, go ahead, finish it up. Well, oh, I no, I was gonna just say it because you were bringing up Miguel, you know the one thing I, like really thinking about the movie. It, for some reason, I, I kind of feel it goes against Spider Man, the idea of Spider. I have to try, you know. Yeah. I, I can't hold back and, <clears throat> you know, I I can't not help. I have to do, you know. It's it's my job and I want to, and the fact that like all those Spider-Men and women and animals, like, they make it, so, do they make it a point? Like, yeah, you you have to let that happen. Like, that to me seems kind of against the character. Um And I kind of feel like, look, looking at all those spider whatevers, it's cool, but I almost feel Not like fair. it, it, it should have just been Miguel. That that's hit Uh, like, like that's his MO, you know, like, trying to fix every event, you know, since he messed up, like, his kind of timelines, and whatever, he's the one trying to fix, he's kind of the enemy, you know, but because at this point, like, has Gwen let certain people die, because it was her job to let them die, like, that seems yeah. kind of you know like yeah mm-hmm. I'm trying not to think about it because I feel like it it, it breaks the whole movie um cuz I I can't look realistically if you gave this thing to to Toby Maguire are you telling me that he's going to sit back and be like no you have to let him die no no way in well, hell would he I, be
1: like that yeah Well, I think that's what the crux the crux of the movie basically. I don't even think we even talked about what the movie is really about, other than you know, that you know, they're chasing miles and basically, yeah, there's there's the movie is basically free will versus like predestination. Like Miguel is Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, he's from the future like an alternate future. So he he not only has he kind of like the hindsight, basically what they're doing is he created this society of spider people all the different spider men and women all the different versions all the variants from different timelines to come together because what happened in the first spider verse movie when kingpin decided to do the particle accelerator that kind of screwed up everything people who weren't supposed to be in the specific timeline were in a timeline spider ham all of gwen spider gwen noir all of them so then he's trying to clean up and They introduced the idea of canon, um, like specific...
0: huh? Canon events?
1: Canon events, yes, thank you, yeah. So they like, no matter what universe you're in, Uncle Ben is most likely, like he has to die to teach. And even like Peter B. is like, Peter B. Parker's like, well, you know, without Uncle Ben dying, he wouldn't have taught us, like with great power comes great responsibility. Because of our inaction, you know, he died, which, you know, going to what you're saying, Bethine, is like, basically what Miguel is telling all these other Spider-Men is like, yeah, no, like, we have to let things play out. Like, it's, it's a predestination thing. Like, it it, it has to happen. And the whole thing is, no matter, like, a parental figure always dies. For Miles, it was his uncle Aaron in the first one. For Peter Parker, it's always, you know, his, his uncle Ben. And, and and here they're basically also telling you not only is that going to happen, but there are certain other events that have to happen within if you're going to be Spider-Man. It's like you're probably going to fight Venom. There's going to be an alien symbiote. You know, your your best friend is probably going to turn into a bad guy that has to fight you. Your and basically, well, your other uh, paternal uh, father figure who happens to be a cop uh, for Spider-Man has always been George Stacy. Um, and he, Miles' world, his dad, who's a lieutenant, is going to become a captain. Gwen's Gwen's dad is you know George Stacy, and he he's a captain, and he dies. He died in Amazing Spider-Man one. So like, and and that's what I think this movie does so well is uh, compared you know because because Alex loves talking about No Way Home um, compared to how they used Toby and like uh, Andrew's movies to build up that third Tom Holland movie this movie uses everything you've seen even if you've seen of if you just played the video game if you've seen the cartoon from the 90s if like you've seen just the the Tobey movies they use everything to build that up yet they're telling their own story they're not having
0: miles they carry this for us Carry this movie yeah. first. like
1: it's not it's not <laughs> miles doesn't have to fight you know alfred molina dr octopus he gets his own villain here which he created and it's like but they use all the stuff that we've seen before exactly. or that we have basic knowledge about to build it up yet it's still miles's story about him coming into his own but yeah so basically miguel's you know saying that yeah we have to like I, this bad thing happened to me i thought i could because I guess he lost his family and then he looked into the other universes and found, like, a version of himself that died and tried to replace. Which is, like, totally cut, messed up. Like, he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to pretend like, the, like you know, that yeah. version never died. I'm going to take his place. And I guess because he did that, like, that universe collapsed upon itself. And so, so he's like, look, Miles was never supposed to be bitten by that spider. And I think this is what... Of uh, you know, Lord and Miller, the writers and 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 the producers of this movie, um, have done so great. Is go back and watch the first Into the Spider Verse. I and this is why this is why I think Part Three is gonna we're fine. Like I think we're gonna we're in good hands because I think these guys planned every, like they must have planned not not everything to the T, but enough where it's like. This wasn't something we were talking about retconning. I think on Sunday too, but then like I think you were trying to explain to Katrina like when they something that's established in a previous movie, but then they change it into, you know, to fit it into the new version or whatever. In the first bite into the Spider Verse, like you see that Spider Number Forty Two, it glitches before, yeah, and it's glitching before it bites Miles. That that there was no reason for it to be glitching other than it was planned. And it wasn't something like they could have easily just had it not glitched, and then like, oh yeah, that spider wasn't from your universe, you know, and it bit miles. But no, like they've been planning stuff out, you know, something that maybe JJ Abrams didn't do with the Star Wars movies or <laughs> you know, what other people do. It's like like this is why I I I enjoyed this one a lot. And kind of like what you guys said, it is great and it builds a lot of time kind of introducing us to the characters because it's almost like a whole new part one like the first movie is almost like a prologue to to what the main story is and i agree that you know it's basically two first great uh first two acts there's the third act there's no
0: hello and
2: Well there's no third there's act to no, that that's conversation. It. That's how yeah, that's how the movie ends. <laughs> I mean that's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, I That really good way to like show how the movie is but
1: <laughs> Wait, can not you hear me?
2: Hello? Okay, okay, now, now we, we can. can. Now we can. Oh. So the last yeah. I don't know what happened. We didn't, we didn't hear you at all. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so the basically the, this, this movie is building to something and it does kind of end to me it does it feels like star wars um what's it called uh the empire Strikes Back. because the way i see it you need to have seen the first star wars in order to get empire strikes back if you were to show somebody yeah like empire strikes back like that's my favorite star wars movie but if you showed someone without any context of like star wars they'd be like what the hell is going on who's luke Is then, you know, like they they wouldn't know because you need that first movie to show it. And the way this ends up basically setting up an entire third movie for the last 30 minutes is basically setting up an entire third movie. And it kind of just ends. Um, But at the same time, I do feel like they made Gwen, her narration in the beginning and at the ending was cohesive enough to... Because Gwen, I would say, is like the second lead of this movie. Like, it's, it's much her movie
2: as it's it is her Miles, movie.
1: which is fine. But I mean, we do spend it, like the first, you're right, I think the first 20 minutes we spend in, like, her universe. And you know what, that's fine because Miles is still felt in the first 20, 30 minutes of it, because she's kind of recounting the first movie, explaining her relationship to Miles. And it isn't until the ending of the movie where you kind of realize where she's she's talking about how she she never really felt, you know, part of a band. And then at the ending, she creates her own group of spider people to go save Miles because he gets lost in a different universe from where the spider that bit him came from. Well, like Miguel is chasing him because basically he wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man. does not want, you know, he's trying to keep him away because he's an anomaly. He might just screw everything up. But the fact that Gwen's narration in the beginning kind of it it co- is completed by the end because she's basically giving you her sales pitch for like you know what Miles is great we have to save him and that's basically like it it does have an ending in the sense that she has an arc because she kind of mm-hmm. runs away from her problems and it isn't until like the ending where she's like no like. I was running away i thought my dad was gonna die because you know he's a captain is that captain paradox or whatever but something happens and it's because miles showed her like no like we have to believe that we can do something better and it's 100 what you guys said is you're right they're like spider-man always has to try he can't never be inactive because that's how uncle ben died that's if he is inactive that's not spider-man but i think because miguel's like well i'm from the future i've seen what can happen he's so set in his ways about like oh i have the hindsight but i think he has his own you know his own issues he has to deal with and you're right like miles is going to show him like dude compa hermano
0: like Uh, we can do it Uh, yeah i know a little spanish but but yeah man he's great uh no, yeah, but the, with, with that, because, um, yeah, you brought up, like, Spider-Man always tries or whatever, and, like, why didn't anyone else try, or, like, you know, it's not in them not to try, but I think, I think, yeah, Miguel just picked, like, he, even though there's, like, thousands of Spider-People in his universe, I think he was extremely selective as to who to get. That's why Toby's not there, and Andrew Garfield's not there, because... They'd still try. Like, they would be the people that would be like, no, we're saving everybody. Like, that's what we do. But Miguel already is like, he's... He's like, yeah, this has to happen. Uh, Peter B. Parker, the people who died in his reality, already died. So he's like, well, yeah, I guess that has to happen. And then Gwen is... Yeah, she doesn't want to go home because she doesn't want to see her dad die. But, I mean, she's kind of douchey because someone else is going to die, no? Or... I, just because <laughs> someone else is going to be captain, just like, oh, it's not my dad, so I'm so, good.
2: What? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but I,
1: well, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think it's like any captain. I think it has to be like that fraternal, like, you have to have a connection with them. Oh
0: like, well, yeah, but I mean, I, bad example. I, we, but oh, I, I guess I'm just saying that, like, Miguel O'Hara picked the people that he knew wouldn't go against what he thinks needs to happen that's why the other people that we like maybe that's why prince eric 90s spider-man is not it because he'd do it and like toby would do it and andrew garfield miles would do it like they would go out of their way to try to save everybody um and that's why he, he's not picking those people he's picking all the people who think the way he does so that it doesn't get messed up you're right. Like
1: he's 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 basically Batman. Miguel is basically I mean, they even make that joke where it's like, who are you? The blue, you know, the cape blue Seder. Like he's he's dark, he's he, you're right, hundred percent, he's selective. He's always thinking, he's trying to play four-dimensional chess. You know, he's just trying to be like, Okay, these are the people that are going to go with me. And that's why I think they use and I don't know if it works for everybody, but I know it worked, I guess, for me when you see Josh Keaton back as Spectacular Spider-Man, who is probably you know one of the best Spider-Man cartoons ever made, you know from the early 2000s. And it
2: is the best when
1: he's like, it, yeah, and he's like, like he he comes out out of nowhere. He's like Miles. Like no, like it happened to me. And and it's like Miguel's right. We had like the fact that he he lost. I guess you know he and he's lost Ben and. And his friend, Eddie, turned into Venom and, you know, so on and so forth. But it's like he lost another person. And maybe that's what Miguel uses, too, is, like, the fear is, like, if we don't let these small, like, it's a small price to pay to let one person die. It's either that or, like, Spectacular Spider-Man's whole group of friends, Gwen and Mary Jane and Harry and, like... The whole universe it's all gonna be destroyed but you just let one person die. it's like yeah the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and again it's it's I think it's done to great effect in this movie it's you know like what what would you do like deep down what like I guess what would I would like to think I'd be like team free will like I will try to do whatever I can you know no one tells me like oh he's going to die like if someone told me you guys were gonna die if if and i had to let that happen in order for you know for some good thing to happen like no they're like they're my brothers i don't care like i will go try to save you guys at the cost of my own life or whatever and if and then we figure out the next like the next thing you know i I can't imagine just being like no i have to i have to stand by but i mean but maybe there's people out there who do feel like dude you're willing to risk everyone in the universe not only you're the people you love but everybody like who are you to to say to play god right like you you're you're telling me that my people aren't important like i love my people you know someone else can be like screw you like if your brother like if, if you have to die in order for my family to live 100% like and i think this movie plays with that and i guess we're going to continue it into the next one but um I didn't mind the ending. I I did I did feel it went a little long um, trying to set things up. Did you guys know where where when he gets zapped into the you know the other dimension cuz I guess the whole thing was if you want to get back to your dimension you have to go through this like teleportation thing and it reads your DNA and that's how it sends you back. But um but I guess it read the the spider's DNA, right? Cuz it was from yeah. So so like, did you guys know from right away like, oh yeah, he's not like he he went to the different like a different universe, or did you guys uh like were you guys watching? It's like, what is taking so long for like, because you they do the Silence of the Lambs thing, where like Clarice goes to to called oh, yeah. Buffalo Bill's house and you see the FBI at like about the SWAT team about to come in and you realize that they're in two different places. Like yeah. I, I I did like that, but it did run
2: a little long. But um, yeah, I think. But yeah. The- like, I mean, well, it goes by pretty quick, but she does say like, oh, you did something different with your hair. Um, yeah. And the thing that I was looking at, because I, sometimes I'm, I'm really distracted by the backgrounds and I'm not saying that, uh-huh. it's a ball, yeah. but no, like, no, no, th- there's always a lot of detail put in the background and um, his room looked a certain way. Um, and then Mm -hmm. when he, when he went into that universe, it, it looked different. And I was like, yeah, this, and when she said that, like you changed your hair. I was like, yeah, no, he's, he's somewhere else. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's interesting. Um, I mean, I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. The thing that I don't get is like why that miles is like, oh, why would I want to do that? Like. Well, you don't you care about your, like your dad that if this guy could save him, like nah, not it's not him. his dad. Yeah, I mean, I, mean
0: I, 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 like, yeah, I, I noticed. I think he was in the other one yeah, like you said with the with the background, because you could tell. Like, man, this movie looks so freaking great for no reason other than to be awesome. But like, you know, when you're in someone else's world, like the Gwen Stacy world, is like all watercolors like it's bright yeah. pastel colors like it's great and then yeah this one like the the world with no spider-man you can as soon as he got into his room completely like dirty bleak dark like it was just ugly uh compared to like the his. greens
1: and the purples
0: there yeah he was wearing the prowler suit the the big old puppy yep. jacket that yep. he gets on he yeah. was wearing the prowler mm-hmm. suit and it's like, oh, damn, like something's wrong here. Um, and yeah, Gwen Stacy was like right outside his window and she couldn't hear him. So I was like, oh, yeah, OK, they're in two different spots. Um, so, yeah, like that's when, you know, but yeah, I think I think it's great. Um, I think that's part of everything that the, like, yeah, he doesn't care about Miles' dad because he he probably thinks like, oh, my, like because he asked him, like you said your dad's alive. He probably thinks this Miles has it easy. Like he had the he had the life that he never got, you know? So he's yeah. like, screw this guy. Like, why do you get to have everything? Like, screw your dad. I lost mine. So I I'm under the impression that maybe Aaron is gonna like be a good guy. Cause he's their Uncle Ben. And he's gonna try to help Miles uh like the other Miles or whatever. And maybe he dies. And then maybe the prowler becomes like a good guy in that world. But what I really think that they're gonna do is maybe the spot is gonna be the Spider-Man for that universe. And like even in the that cool ass, what was it called, Mumbaden or something? Where that Spider-Man, man, Man, that place was freaking.
1: Manhattan, yeah.
0: That place was awesome. That that Spider-Man is badass. But when he saved both of them during that canon event like the disruption or whatever was just a giant hole in the floor like a giant spot in the floor mm-hmm. so I'm assuming that the spot is gonna like turn into like he wants to be the greatest villain but maybe he'll be like well I don't need to be the villain like maybe um, I could be a yeah. good guy um, and Miles is always like I have an idea like I have a plan to stop him he wants to be taken seriously And he could be taken seriously as a hero, so maybe he becomes that hero, and he's the one who absorbs the spots that are like making like dematerializing all the other universes.
2: Yeah, I mean, since you're gonna toss in that, I mean, we we don't know, like, who's to say what's a canon event? Like, if there's if there's a canon event, does that mean there had to have been? Like Spider-Man Prime or original, where every other Spider-Man shoots off from. um mm. So who's deciding? Well, I would that assume, that? So. and then what's that? I would. I mean, I would assume
1: so. I mean, they they kind they kind of mention it the way he, about canon events and how things have to play out. Is he calls it was it like ASM ninety, which is Amazing Spider-Man issue number ninety. And and that's that's the comic book version. That's the Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, John Romita Jr. You know all those great writers and and, and artists. Like I would consider, basically, the comic book would be Spider Man Prime.
2: Yeah, to see that's what I was thinking too. And then I was like, well, what if you meet Stan Lee in part three, and he's like, can't you just write me an ending? And he's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. enough that Yeah, uh, and things, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, like, you know, at least leaning into that kind of Alex uh, with the spot, who knows, like, if these people were really erased or if they just simply went to another, like, dimension and maybe the spot, yeah, he decides to be a good guy and he brings them back or, you know, like, oh, they they left this dimension, but they only went to this one. So here they are, you know? But I don't know. I mean... We'll see. I, I'm for sure looking forward to it. But yeah, the
0: well, then his the
2: point was the end. That's it.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> was, that was, the, yeah. But, what, yeah, that well, since
2: was. You guys, what since happened? you guys brought it up, what
1: did you guys think of not being the villain of the movie? He doesn't have that much in here, but I think it's because they were kind of like, he kind of was on, he's in there for the beginning just to kind of set him up. Then he's doing his own thing. Then he comes back basically as the tease for like, He's gonna be the the big bad, but what did you guys think of them using the spot? I mean, I know he hasn't really. I've not read any books with him. You know, I've. I've the only thing I remember him from was like the '90s cartoon show.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll say I I think it was great. Like, I to me he he was always a dumb character. Like, oh, I'm the spot, and I just put portals everywhere, and um, but I feel like that's perfect because Spider-Man was kind of a nobody but it just goes to show that that nobody can be someone huge you know Um, Mm. so so with this guy yeah they made fun of him and it's almost exactly like how they make fun of Spider-Man for being a nerd this and that and calling him a villain of the week like you know to them it's the spot is a character in spider-man's story and could you imagine like that's a huge insult like no i'm my own story you you know you ignored me in the first one when i developed all of these kinds of things and then you didn't even care like a bagel landed on my head but i (laughs) and, and you think you think it's it's hilarious but i throw a lot of food at a lot of places yeah, <laughs> yeah. super but, villain Oregon story. <laughs> but like yeah you know he he legit lost everything every character has some sort of life you know you can't be like oh well that was a nobody and i think it was played really well um and i'm looking forward to him like and i'm glad it's someone new you know it's not again green goblin it's not the lizard again, you know, and and it's not an Iron Man villain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I think I think it was done really well, and the, again, yeah, using lesser known characters, I think helps everything because people don't know what to expect, you know. Yeah, I
0: I, yeah. I agree. I I think like the spot felt like Doctor Light. From like the Teen Titans, like mm-hmm. everyone always thinks he's a joke. Oh, let's have the sidekicks beat up on him so they can train and feel better about themselves. Like he's a nobody, <laughs> he's nothing, he sucks. But then that, like, that one issue or that one series where Dr. Life's like, Identity I'm not a joke. What? Yeah.
1: Identity crisis when he got his memories back and re- yeah, when he realized, yeah. like,
0: I no. don't. And he just goes toe to toe with everybody the outsiders, the Teen Titans. Himself by himself, he goes toe to toe with everyone, and it needs they need Nightwing to pull everybody together to beat him up. Like, that's awesome. Someone that has been a joke for so long turns into like the strongest thing ever, and it's always the people you least expect to be like the most dangerous people. Like, Spider Man is so used to dealing with all everybody, you know, like the vulture, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, all these dangerous looking people. And then you know they call this the spot are you a cow or like a dalmatian because he (laughs) looks ridiculous he looks dumb you know but like (laughs) underestimate him at your own peril like he don't mess with him he's a crazy guy like they're like you said yeah they're all all the villains are insane like if you think about them like they're they have their own story and none of them want to be a villain of the week Like. Even if they are, they don't want to be referred to as that. And I think hearing that, like... We love when Spider-Man cracks jokes at all the villains. We think it's hilarious, it's funny. But, like, hearing this guy, like, uh, tell him, like, stop cracking jokes about me. Like, just shut up and take this seriously, you know? But everyone's like, no, well, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. Like, yeah, but goddamn, like, that is so demoralizing and it'll cause people to break so like yeah. <laughs> the spot went off and he's a badass villain and he, he's and the then they made him too
1: they made him look like at the ending when he gets basically he finds out he can just absorb more black hole the fact that he kept talking about his holes I'm like uh, man yeah. I love this guy just cause it's like I would be talking about that like like, can, can you please stop talking about your holes you're making everybody uncomfortable it's just <laughs> But then he, he comes back at the ending and he looks like an Uzmaki, uh, like, creation, like, spiral. Like, just like all these weird, like, black, inky tendrils coming out of him and stuff. And it's like, yeah, no, this guy looks scary now.
0: You know, that's, that's funny you're saying about, like, the holes or whatever. Because, you know, who else made that joke was uh, Ant-Man 3 made that joke, like, 30 times. And it wasn't funny. Oh, <laughs> It wasn't yeah. funny. It was it wasn't terrible. Fun. It was Hair Ter- and it was. I like that guy, it was uh, polka dot man who was playing that character. Yeah. But my god, was it the most was un- yeah, it was terrible. But this, everything about he feels like that's why I'm saying that maybe he'll turn into a hero on the next one, he'll be the Spider Man in that other reality because he has like some funny ass rebuttals and retorts to everything. Like when he was robbing the ATM. Uh, he's like, please don't do this to me. It's my first time. You're making this experience yeah. bad for me. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to rob you. Let yeah. me rob you. Yeah. Let me rob you. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. If Spider-Man was a bad guy, he would be making the jokes like that. So it's like, he's funny. He's cool. He's witty. He's a scientist. Like he's everything that Spider-Man is, except he got the the, the bad end of the stick and turned into a polka dot man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's pretty much hits it on the head, and I yeah, I'm excited to see how you know they're gonna play him out um, in this in this upcoming one. Um, did you guys have a favorite Spider variant character in this one?
0: Mm, I don't know. I, Andy Samberg was great as uh, Ben Riley Spider Man.
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, he was he was hilarious, but I, I think. To me, I just couldn't stop staring. Like, seeing it so, like, amazingly reproduced yeah. on screen. Yeah, it just looked. You know, I want to be that Spider-Man. I've always wanted <laughs> to dress up as that one. That, see, like, what from the '90s? Like, and now seeing it on like the 94, big screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it that's an awesome design. It's a very simple one, but I I love it. You know, and he looked he looked great yeah um, he looked awesome i mean sometimes it's a little you know i'll allow it but sometimes it is a little like like dude yeah i mean his life has been terrible clone after clone after clone and you know like what's real what isn't real but here they are like making fun of him like uncle ben died and they like <laughs> yeah it is funny but you know like dude that yeah. guy's life is miserable well, <laughs> yeah but it
1: makes you feel better they're treating him better than they are now in the comic books, where he lost all his memories, he's like half demon now, he wants to kill Peter, like, they like they don't know what to do with that poor character, and yeah, it's played for laughs, but like, when they go after Miles, like when Miguel's go, he picks him as his, like, is, is yeah, basically one of his it. crew, like, yeah. But I mean, and Andy Samberg, I love that guy. That guy's hilarious. like, look at my musculature as it grabs you around the neck. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's played for laps, but in I guess like endearingly so. Because it's yeah, like the 90s, how we were so like, no, you don't understand. We were edgy back in the 90s. But hey, um, punk. Yeah, punk. I got you, punk. I will <laughs> tell you, I was wrong about Spider Punk. I totally thought he was going to be a bad guy. I um, like. Yeah,
0: I didn't. Badass. It was great. Yeah, he was cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't you Scooby Doo me?
0: Um, I couldn't yeah. understand half the stuff he was saying, but
1: like the times Dang. I could, I was like, "That's yeah." And then they made him look like Lenny Made Crab-
2: You bastards! You made like he, yeah. And Miles <laughs> oh, he makes that joke cooler like-
0: under the mess <laughs> I was
2: yeah. always just cool and <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think yeah. the only and, thing about him that I was like there was no need for that was when he left I quit
2: and he just like leaves like <laughs>
0: okay well, <laughs> he you don't have to tell anybody that
2: see I, I like that a lot because he you know yeah he's against the establishment and that kind of thing but but I did really appreciate that he knows what what's going on is kind of wrong and, and yeah. he's like well it's not exactly like I'm helping but I'm not not helping or something you know what I mean so yeah. yeah he's gonna allow certain things to play out um, so yeah, I did I, really like that from him I, I, I remember the first time I saw Spider-Punk I think it was in the video game and I just thought to myself like that's lame like like okay Spider-Punk what like someone just decided to put a mohawk and a guitar but yeah. I don't know how he is in the comics or whatever but but this in this movie that was a great character
0: yeah, he, he's, like, yeah, I think everything about him was awesome. Like, he, he came in, and he's he's pretty much cool to everybody. Like, he kind of gives Miles a little bit of crap at the beginning, but then, like, right away, he tells him, uh, when, like, when he comes in and plays the guitar and breaks through the shielding or whatever, the first thing he tells Miles is, like, hey, use the palms, not the fingertips. It'll help Yeah. Him. Like, yep. right away, he's like, hey, just by the way. And that's cool. And then once he sees, like, when he sees mayday he's like oh she's a little rebel i love it awesome that's great yeah. and then um he sees miles that's fighting it and i think there's a point where like miles is talking back to miguel and he's like keep going like he he's rooting for him yeah and then once he gets into that little spiderweb thing you see it cuts to him very briefly but he's like the palms he shows them again he's like i got you and he blows up the shielding that's so good like he wants him to win. He's like, "Yeah, let's get it, Miles. Go get it!" Like,
1: see, I, was I thought. I that.
0: thought
1: it was. I thought it was all like he was underhanded in the beginning because I was because you see him stealing stuff from like <laughs> the, the Spider Society place, and it's like, "What are you doing?" It's like, oh, they don't need this. This isn't looking important." Like, I'm like, "This motherfucker. <laughs> he's he's gonna be the bad guy because his his secret identity is Hobie Brown, and Hobie Brown is the original Prowler." and like we've seen uncle aaron you know miles's uncle and the first one he was the bad guy and i'm like watch, he's going to be like it's a reverse it's it's he's stealing stuff he's he's all anti-establishment to the point where he wants to see everything burn but then i and i don't know if i don't know if that was meant to be like that and it's cool that you guys saw it like no 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 he's rooting for miles but i was like no he's playing everybody um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't until like, I guess we saw the the actual Prowler ending with the alternate miles where I was like, oh, no, they went totally different direction. Like this, this Hobie Brown spider punk, like he knew Miguel's thing was not going to work, you know, and and yeah, like he sees Miguel. He's the anomaly. And that's why he's rooting for him, because he's not supposed to be there. And that's why that's why he should be there yeah and so that was that was great because i know that was natalie's favorite because i bought them the spider like verse toys and like natalie just immediately went to spider punk um and
0: her, yeah, her favorite I, actually came out uh her favorite one was uh, penny i guess like i told like i don't think she, she'll she come out for like a brief second or whatever but when yeah. penny came out she's like she's she got so
2: excited <laughs> yeah that was no,
1: i did i did snap at her because and i feel bad because i was like she came up at the ending where they're doing the whole like he's in the alternate universe and natalie comes out like natalie like the movie's about to finish like what is it And she's like can i ask you a question i'm like not right now like (laughs) the movie's about to end like go back to your seat she's like but it's a question about the movie i'm like natalie and I'm like, and I, I guess I knew what she was gonna ask. She's like, "If you're gonna ask me if this is Uncle Aaron from the comic books in the Ultimate Universe where he's a bad guy and he treats smells like shit, yes, this is probably that version." She's like, "Okay, that's all I wanted to know." and She went back. And I'm like, <laughs> it's no, like, she, oh,
0: she was asking oh, so many like good questions throughout the movie. Like, I wasn't even mad. It what like, it wasn't even like, uh like you'll know just like sit down. But she, like, one of the questions she asked was like, canon event. So she's like okay, well I have uncles and I guess one of them might die because that would be uncle Ben, but who would be the dad, like who would be the, the captain figure that would die? Cause I don't know any captains. And I was like, well, yeah. I guess that makes it like how, and then this was before uh, Gwen Stacy's dad is like, I'm not captain anymore. And she's like, oh, yeah. that's the way we go around it. So I was like, oh, look yeah. man, you solved the problem before the movie ended. Yeah. Like, that was good. You just just don't take the promotion, just live in poverty. There you go. And you're fine. <laughs> That's what I was thinking after the movie, and I'm like, "What is he going to do for money now? Like, he has to provide for his daughter.
1: Like, freaking drum equipment is not like cheap.
0: Especially um, if you just leave but, it
1: there, right? Uh, like, uh, but I think I think if anything, Spider Gwen, like I like I want I went in already wanting to like love Miguel because like. Automatically Latino Mexican, you know, he looks like Batman Beyond, even though he predates Batman Beyond. He he's a badass character, like a badass character. And and I could see myself in him a little bit just with the yelling, like, God damn, no callate, shut up. <laughs> like the way he talks to everybody, just like I can with you. I can't. I can't. What am I supposed to like? So, but if anything, I Miles, I think I love Miles more than anything now. And like I'm Team Miles. Like I can't that kid, Shamik Moore brings him to life. He knows how to even though he's like almost thirty, he's playing a fifteen year old. He he brings like this softness, but like this like like I don't know, there's this exuberance to him and it's just like, yeah, like he he's like, You have to let me go. I have to go back. I can't when he's when he tells Miguel like, nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. You don't tell me what to do, I'm like, boom like in in all the way
0: yeah I, I kind of wish I never saw any of the trailers because that happened so late and you know it's coming so I, I wish I didn't yeah. see that but um yeah I mean it's it's good it's it's good good times I'm the only thing I'm disappointed in is um they didn't have Beatles versions of Spider-Man to say across the Spider-Bots <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> right. maybe
1: they
0: thought
1: Maybe they thought that was too too easy of a joke. I don't know, but or maybe maybe it'll be in the like in the deleted stuff if they have deleted. I'm sure they must have a bunch of deleted stuff in this thing because I don't know if you guys saw the alternate version of Into the Spider Verse. Um, I forget. It, I forget. I think what it's it's basically the storyboards of of like scenes that they cut out. Like uh, Miles's best friend is Genki. Which you know, Tom Holland's Spider-Man trilogy stole and turned him into Ned, um, <laughs> but like, like Genki...
0: everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: they because they repurposed it. They repurpose it like, um, <laughs> they Genki is in the into the Spider-Verse is a big part. If you watch the alternate version, and again, it's like it it might be a little difficult because. There are a lot of storyboards, but like they do, the, the voices are there and stuff. And even I think if you finish watching it, they're like, wow, you guys saw the whole thing. Well, we really appreciate it. Thank you. But like, there has to be more stuff to this movie. And I, there's tons of Easter eggs in here for every Spider-Man fan, young and old. Alex or Bettine mentioned the 90s Spider-Man with the polo shirt. Um, <laughs> that's Hell yeah. Gwen, Gwen's, Gwen's Peter the one that turns into the lizard is wearing the polo shirt when they're like holding hands like saying oh, grace he's yeah. wearing the 90s polo shirt yeah it's like you have to keep watching this movie over and over because of everything they put into it they brought miss chang or whatever from the venom movies and yeah. like <laughs> she didn't she did not give an f like the spot goes to her universe and i'm like holy shit they're doing live action stuff
0: in this movie I'm and it's so like glad they put her in that tom <laughs> God. See,
1: like but that I,
2: I That noticed. just goes to show that they could have easily put benham in but no they they put her in and yeah. you know it, it's not over the top it's not too on the nose you know
0: yeah it's, yeah it does such a good job but you saying that the tom holland one like steals I feel like this one stole kind of the story from the Tom Holland one and it made it a good story because <laughs> the No Way Home one is like, we could save everybody we could save everyone else's villain because I don't have any of my own um, yeah. and this one is like, I can save them both and like, yeah this this is a really well done well written story and I, I don't know why people give people jobs um, for the Tom Holland <laughs> movie I, I don't get it oh. I don't know why.
1: But it's it this one does I think a better job at playing with like same thing with it does multiverse madness. This this does the job of playing with mul- The best multiverse movies is probably these Spider-Verse movies and um everywhere everywhere. everywhere, everywhere. One, yeah. yeah. And they had the, like the whole movie is almost like a companion piece to this because I think there's a nod to it on a billboard in there but they named it something else like they they had i forgot what the name of it's like every what everywhere every why all together or something and then like the bagel the bagel which is a big part and bettine have you seen yeah you haven't seen the movie right the everywhere all at once yeah i saw oh you saw okay well like the whole bagel thing like that basically created a super villain and the bagel is like a big part for some reason in this movie too like in the Spider-Man verse movies like it's a big thing it's like because it's all like a circle like it's all you know everything comes around goes around and I don't know man I this movie I will still say the first one is my favorite because it's contained it is a yeah, contained a size, beginning middle and perfect. it's perfect yeah and and this one like they gave them every and I'm surprised because the other one did not the first one did not make like money you know like because i think we're all like what like sony really like you guys don't have a good track record they still really don't when it comes to live action you know like the morbius and i can't even get through that movie um the I venom did. ones are like it's
0: fantastic it's <laughs>
1: you cut you caught that joke I didn't even realize they were when they're talking about Miguel and it's like <laughs> oh he's a vampire but a good guy I paid money to see that like <laughs> yeah because nobody else paid for Morbius. <laughs> um, but yeah no I mean th- I think this this is a love like a love letter almost and I know you don't like this movie Alex but like the Lego movie where it again extrapolates everything from Batman's like 80 year history and you know they they have it out there whether it's callbacks or or like themes but you know they do playfulness with it um yeah this this movie has everything like stuff for kids stuff for us older fans um you know fans of the light again the fact that they were able to add the live action stuff and not make it like feel like oh that's it doesn't crazy. look right you know like yeah yeah and and i don't know i like where else can they go this is the next one's beyond the spider-verse like where does it go like do we get shameek moore and Haley steinfeld and and uh julius pepperwood you know do we see them as the live action versions of their spider characters do we do we get an actual live action miles morales played by a new actor for the tom holland universe you know do we get Man,
0: I, toby and andrew anybody from the tom holland universe i'll be oh okay,
1: look i like tom holland those movies not my favorite but like i still i still want to see tom holland i think nope. he can do <laughs> i think now that no <laughs> you do know you do know when they make spider-man 4 i'm calling it right now that when spider-man 4 with tom holland happens and since everybody forgot that he's Peter Parker, you know you know what they're you know his is gonna be Ben Riley. You know he's gonna be going by Ben Riley. Don't get it. Because they, they, they're,
2: <laughs> they're gonna oh, yeah, very- make
0: sense. Oh, let me write it down. <laughs> <laughs> God.
1: They're gonna be like they're gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna basically do the like the 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 clone saga and stuff where he's gonna be called Ben Riley
0: because nobody remembers Peter Parker. No, so... no, they wouldn't do they'd do it now because you said it, but if you just let them to their own devices, they'd just be like, Oh, what happens in the next Spider-Man movie? Oh I know, Peter Parker whines to one of the superhero friends and then he fights an Iron Man villain. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that's the basis of their storylines. You fight and the that's, real, that's
2: right. uh, Ten Ring guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, that God, who hasn't he fought? Oh, all of these people, Vulture again, got it, got it. (laughs) Uh,
2: Can can I just say real quick when when Miles went into his uh dorm with Genki, Genki was playing uh Spider Man on PlayStation 4 or 5, and um, he was playing the second one, right? Oh, I don't know if it was the second one, but either way, Miles comes out in it, so what. Yeah. Well, I, I mean,
0: mean, well, I mean... I, he, I mean, Spider Man from that video game came out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true too.
0: So, yeah. I mean, so that it's, guy's... It's, it...
2: Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, did you know, the that's uh, Prince of Persia? The guy who talks Spider Man? Yuri Lowenthal? Uh, no, I didn't know that. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, um, that's that's the prince. So I was like, oh yeah, it's awesome. But that's cool. isn't
1: that Superman
0: from Legion of
1: Superheroes? I don't know. Maybe. I think he
0: talked- oh, that sounds I
2: think right so. too. That. Well, yeah. That I think of- he's a good boy. He's a good Spider Man from that game. He, he he plays him well. I don't think that game is that great, but yeah. All right. Oh, let me
1: so.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, go ahead, go ahead.
0: is there anything or anyone you didn't care for in this one like oh I could have done without that or whatever uh, yeah,
1: there's so much to talk about this movie I don't know I loved everything the is parents it, huh?
2: is this a two parter we're already at the, 62 yeah. mi- oh damn I, it's weird that it's when uh, when, does that it, when does it when does it end is it gonna cut off it should have I didn't even realize oh, um, oh maybe it doesn't Well, we'll just keep I'll, going until it just abruptly ends like, yeah like, and then we'll just finish it real quick I mean, well, exactly like... yeah it just like...
1: <laughs> but um we didn't even talk about like miles i love his parents like they just want you know the best for him i love that the mom gets upset when you know they tell miles that he's getting a b and like
2: es spanish
1: and then yeah, and then she snaps her fingers. You see the Puerto Rican flag like come out. Like all of Puerto Rico's like upset with him, um, and so like I I I love their interaction. I some of the best parts of this movie wasn't even him like doing Spider Man stuff. It was just him interacting with his parents, like just talking about like him trying to get to his dad's uh, prom- like party, his promotion party, and just getting upset with them. And you know, it's like. Yeah, just them talking about his mom telling him how no matter what she, what she's afraid of is that there's going to be people that are not rooting for him and that they're always like her his parents are always rooting for him like no matter where you are and and there's a big crux of it because like Miguel tells him like you're not even supposed to be here and his mom told him before that and I this is what it's so great about this movie is they they set stuff up they pay stuff
0: Pay, yeah, pay it off. Like so
1: you show them that you you're meant to be there.
0: Yeah, you know? I, I I love that. That's see, I again, this is why Tom Holland Spider Man sucks because <laughs> he is a silver spooned. Like, hey, oh, you need money, Tom Holland? Here's a billion dollars. Here's a new costume. Here's a new mansion. You can have anything you want, and that totally goes against everything Peter Parker, everything Spider-Man, and, like, Miles is everybody. He's everyone. He's the kid that gets picked on, that gets bullied, but, you know, he's a good kid, he's smart, he's trying to make it, and everyone's like, you're nothing. Like, you're nobody. You're, like, even the way that the college counselor is like, okay, we're gonna say that he's an impoverished, like, um, minority making it through. Like, yeah you need to put that like he's like they were like well we come we make money like we've never gone hungry you know but that's the, that's the <laughs> that's story that they give him and like yeah. i love that when when you know the mom tells him that like you need to show them that you belong there and then like miles man he went against everybody every living his friends were going like trying to catch him but he beat them all. He's like, stop running like you got a plan. I do got a plan. Yeah. I Like, awesome. He is showing everybody how awesome he is. And then he tells his mom, like, that's one of my favorite lines. Like, I'm not afraid, mom. I can do it. I know I, yeah. I showed them yeah. all. I can do it. That's freaking awesome. Like, hell yeah, Miles. Show everyone you're a beast. And he's badass. He's your yeah, NBA there's a character that just he's, supersedes.
1: He's basically yeah, like how Peter started off in the in the sixties and even like in the Ultimate two thousands, like how he how he was picked on and bullied. Like yeah, Miles is like the new generational like Spider Man. Like he he has the same trappings as as like Spider Man. He's he's smart, he's witty, and but he he might have some of those things that endear everyone to, like the Peter Parker Spider-Man, but again, he is his own character. His upbringing is different from Peter's, you know, and his his is more even like familia, more family based, because even though Peter loves Aunt May, it's always like, they're not really hanging out. Like he, he dotes on her, you know, he's like, he wants to make sure Aunt May's okay. But, like, I can't see them, like, hanging out. Like, I can see his parents going out, you know, to dinner or, you know, just hanging out or whatever. And it's just the commute. And Miles, unlike Peter, was not a loner. Not, like, Spider-Man's always, always been a loner. But, like, Miles has friends. Like, he's part of his community. You know, there there's people there. People love, you know, they talk to him. Peter has always been kind of a loner. But that's because, you know, he was picked on and stuff. But... But yeah, like you're right. Like, this is, there's a whole new Spider Man. And, and, and I think, yeah, this, this, this version, again, I've, when, when he first came out, I was like, oh, cool, there's a new Spider Man, whatever. But I get more endeared every time I see, I guess, this version of Miles.
0: Yeah, I think they wrote, like, I remember reading that comic. I, I think you bought it, on though, where Spider Man. Or peter parker meets miles or whatever for the first time where he goes to his universe or whatever oh, yeah, i remember just being like yeah it's fine like whatever sure i guess like it's not a bad story but like i didn't care like he didn't do anything to like make me feel like oh yeah he's a fantastic character but i mean straight from the first one he's so good like he's great like they're he is all aw- like he's making his way to the top Spider Man. Like I think Spectacular and Tobey Maguire and then Prince Eric '90 Spider Man are like my favorite Spider Man. Yeah. But this guy is like he's making his way to the top really damn quick. Like he- he's yeah. awesome. Miles is freaking awesome. He deserves everything. He's badass. And he has no right he needs to be a- that badass, but he's great.
2: And then what else? Anything else? Bettine? any, I think. No, I think uh, covered it pretty well. I mean, I mean, it's a lot to go through. It's so many characters, but uh, I, yeah, I think enough said.
1: All right. Well, then uh, we'll catch you on the website. Is that is that a thing? Do people say? It? No one says. No, that.
2: no, no one says. No, no one says that. What does it say? <laughs> no one might.
0: No, A's no A's one might. says those words in that order. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think this is one of our better episodes. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go watch the effing movie. Go watch it. If you have tons no of money, keep watching it. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. But yeah, I just. I, I can't stop seeing this this movie's praises. Um
0: we didn't even talk about like the colors and everything, but yeah, goddamn it looks freaking amazing. It's a beautiful looking it's the best Spider-Man movie since part two of Sam Raimi. Not not the other one, not far from home. Not that part two. Or maybe Spider <laughs> Man two. But yeah, the best one since Spider Man two.
1: Well, take. I mean,
0: Into the Spider-Verse and across the Spider-Verse. Fantastic. But part two is still this.
1: All right. All right. Did you all guys? Right. All right. Well, then, thank you guys. We love you. Go watch the movie and we'll see you guys later. We'll whip you guys later. Oh, yeah. All in the face. Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> okay. all, all in your holes. <laughs> okay.
0: That's all right. <laughs>